Welcome to Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius, your source for horror, sci-fi, suspense, and all things violent. Thank you so much for joining me today on Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius. Today at the end of the episode, I will be reading from Try Not to Die at Death Fest. We took off last week. I was in no place to fucking read. It was uh, pretty shitty. I don't want to make a big deal about it because I know a lot of people had much worse. But my little time with COVID sucked. I didn't get any kind of exercise done. just felt like shit. Didn't eat much. Terrible sleep. Last couple nights have been good. But yeah, so glad to finally be feeling a lot better. Still have an exercise. Lungs feel like shit. But I've been doing the sauna. I've been doing other things. Been keeping busy. That was probably the hardest thing. Not doing jiu-jitsu. Seeing all my friends on Instagram doing jiu-jitsu. I was like, fuck, man. I want to be there. I want to go train. My wife was able to start up again this week. She took off a couple days because of me being sick, but uh, no, I wanted her to go back. And so everyone stayed healthy, <clears throat> which is great. And uh, yeah, I should be good in a couple of days. Thank you to everyone who has left reviews for Trying to Die at Death Fest. Their star ratings are awesome. 10 solid reviews on Amazon, which is a great start. The book's been out for two weeks. So thank you to everyone that's left a review. But you know what? Next week, I will try to read some of those reviews. I was going to try to do it today, but... Mm, just not feeling it. It's Thursday. I want to get this shit done so I can get back to being creative. I'm finally being creative again. It's taken me a while. Well, I can't remember the last time I was creative. I'm sure it wasn't that long ago. But I decided to... Well, I finished up back at Grandma's house with P.W. Foyts. He helped me finish that up. That is up on Bella, the last couple of scenes of the main story path. It'll be out in paperback and Kindle, I believe, around Halloween. I got to figure it out. Don't know if it makes a lot of sense to rush it, but I would like it out around then. It's going to be a smaller one. It only has a dozen death scenes. It's about 25,000 words or so. So not a real big one. But as soon as that finished, I was like, okay, what next? What next? I'm not going to give myself any time to appreciate being done with the story. Like I'm just fucking moving to the next thing, which is crazy. But again, it motivates me. It gets me excited. I'm excited to be doing that stuff. So I was taking a look at either I could jump on the death scenes for trying to die at a dark fairy tale. But I was like, okay, that's going to be a good amount of work. Or I could take a look at trying to die super high, which has been sitting here for a while and kind of playing with. And I was thinking more and more about super high. I was like, okay, it's not going to take me long to clean up the main story. We already did a great job with it. The main story is pretty much there. I said, but I don't know when I'm ever going to get to these death scenes. I don't know when Stephen Gunner can get to them. So the thought of that, putting it off another year, two years, who knows how long. I was like, it's only going to get worse as far as our ability to jump back into this book and finish it. So I was like, let's just get rid of all the death scenes. I haven't talked to Stevie. I sent him a message. Still need to talk to him. But I was like, let's just get rid of the death scenes and turn it into maybe a doom to die. That was going to be the series that an agent had asked me for, you know, to pitch publishers and stuff. I've realized I don't think I want that only because the thought of writing six new books, especially full length things. It's like, you know what? I don't care. Even if it benefited my career, I don't think it'd be worth it. I'd rather produce my own shit right now. I've already put so much time, so much effort, so much fucking money into this. I was like, let's just keep banking on me. That way I'm going to do the shit that I want. And that's what it's all about. For me, it's never been about money. I, yes, I would like to make money. I'd like to make it for my co-authors, but that is not why I am writing. There's no financial need for me to write. I don't have to do it. I could fucking kick back and relax every day. I'm very, very fortunate. I want to write. And so, and that's why I want to keep doing my shit. 
So it's nice to have that ability and I just got to keep at it though. You know, I always talk about, yeah, I'm great at putting out content, but marketing it and doing all that kind of stuff. That's where I'm hurting. But the goal is, okay, I'm going to build it so big, it cannot fail. We'll see if it ever gets there, but it's definitely headed in the right direction. This week, I don't know if you can see it behind me, but it's fucking awesome. The try not to die new logo that my buddy Brian Ortega did. Fucking knocked out of the park. He had already done another version of it, but he was telling me to hold off on this one until I got to see this one because I want to make a neon light for the book fair in Germany and just to have here. And so just put in a request for that, building off of this design. Should look fucking awesome if they could pull it off. But I love this thing. Brian is bringing me shirts and stickers this week so I could finally put out a death vest. First, like real cool box set that'll be going to special people, uh, Anya and Ashley, probably the only ones that are getting it outside the U.S., um, but there's some special fans that I want to get them that cool-ass package, so it'll be nice to finally have something like that to give out. I still got to figure out pricing and all that kind of shit. Those two people are definitely getting it for free. Everyone else is going to have to pay. Sorry. I've, like I said, I've fucking invested heavily this year, especially with death best confessions most anthologies don't pay for shit so i'm paying not that i'm paying an incredible amount but i'm definitely paying more than the average fucking indie anthology and uh but i'm also getting some incredible authors some great stories it will be worth it whether or not it's financially worth it who knows but again i'm looking at big picture germany's coming together nicely that is going to be like in four weeks fuck that's going to be coming up quick I'm excited about that. I put out a video yesterday and a giveaway where I am giving away five tickets to the Frankfurter Buchmesa. So if you live in Germany, you want a day ticket, then you can enter the contest. And then also those five winners can go to my booth and receive a signed copy of a book of whatever books I have there. I just sent all of my books from here. So they'll be there when I get there. Also bought a bunch of books in Germany, some to my co-author. So all that is being set up. So Pretty excited about that. What do we got going on? I think this week, the book of the week is Ain't No Messiah. If you're, if you're on Kindle Unlimited, that thing is free for the next couple of days. I'm not sure if it starts today or on Friday. So be sure you check that out before you buy it. I do know that the audiobook is on sale. It's been on sale all month. Trying to die in the pandemic. Ain't No Messiah. Both of those are $2.99 all month. And Somber Strolls, $0.99. Cents. You have to double check where you're buying it from. I believe they're all on sale on Apple, Barnes & Noble, Spotify, and Chirp, but sometimes they don't cover the sale. So just be aware of that. All right. What is the last thing? Last, last thing. Oh, oh, oh. Another, well, possibly two more Try Not to Dies, or three, because one of the authors has two books that he would like me to do where I might translate them just do the rewrite of it, and then he'll come in and take a look at it, fix it up. I will not tell you who that is yet until we have made it final. But yesterday, I had a really awesome talk with the two authors from our cranium. And that's Mark Taus and Damon Minks. Awesome conversation. We've been talking a little bit about the thought of doing a Try Not to Die together. And after I read the book, I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. A really super cool setup. And yesterday we were talking about it, set it up. I think they got it all figured out. It'll be something probably won't be started until next year because I have so much stuff going on. They got a lot of stuff going on. But it's just cool to add one more very awesome book to uh, this growing book series. So 
who knows what's going to come out next year. I don't even want to think about it right now, uh, but it'll be awesome. So right now, I will concentrate on back at Grandma's house. Oh, also, all the new Trinesta die covers are being designed. We had to cancel the logo. The logo was causing me problems with Amazon advertising because of all the weapons that are in the logo. I hadn't really thought about that when my buddy Jay designed the logo. I always thought it looked cool, but yeah, I keep getting dinged. Amazon won't advertise the product because of the knives and the axe and all that kind of stuff that are that's in the logo. So all that's being re redesigned, costs a bit of money, but again, it should make for a better looking product, which is what I'm all about. That's why I'm going to the fair to sell this product. So the more attractive we can make it, the better it is. All right, guys, I'm going to start reading. Thanks again to everyone that has left a review for Try Not to Die at Death Fest. It is so cool to see people having fun with this book. That's what it's all supposed to be about. It's just fun. So right, this is how it ended. So your friends Kyle and his sister Tess are arguing. Some police officers walk up. The cop gets right to his face. He's like, is there a problem here? Yeah, Kyle says, some pigs are ruining our Saturday. That's the problem. Shit, way to be cool, man. With the shouting stop, I recognize the music being played over the loudspeakers. It's death rows. Well, at least Kyle got to hear them because it looks like he's about to land us in jail. So the choices were let Kyle talk his way out of it, take off with Luna, or step in and apologize. I say we let Kyle talk his, talk his way out of it. Let's see whether or not I guessed correctly. Again, it's been a while since I read this book. So yeah, I don't remember. All right. So here's what happens if you let Kyle talk his way out. The cop with the leather face uncrosses his arms. One hand rests on his holster, his eyes locked on Kyle. Excuse me? The shorter cop joins the challenge. Yeah, what'd you say? If I intervene, I'm only going to make things worse. I learned a long time ago to keep my mouth shut around cops. Besides, Kyle is a smooth talker when he wants to be. Kyle's grin makes me wish I decided differently. You heard me, piggy McPigfucker. I blurred out an apology, but Leatherface is already lunging at Kyle. I jump forward, put myself between them, and say, hey, hey, hey. The cop launches a wide left hook that misses Kyle and connects with my temple. A burst of light flashes in my eyes, and I drop to a knee, trying to shake it off. Kyle pushes Leatherface away from me, and I'm back on my feet, swinging hard as I can. My fist connects with the cop's jaw, and there's a loud crack to my wrist and a blast of pure pain. On the ground, Leatherface shouts, popping open his holster. I've got my wrist pinned to my chest, and I'm saying sorry, but the shorter cop doesn't care. Has his baton out to strike me. Kyle gets to the cop first, and Rabbit punches him in the side three times. Only these punches are stabs. A four-inch blade dripping blood. The cop reeling backward, trying to get away. Blam! It's like dynamite blasting behind my ear. A chunk of Kyle's brain blowing out his skull. I spin toward Leatherface and scream, no! Blam! 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 Good job. Fucking killed our guy again. All right. So, you either had to take off with Luna or step in and apologize. Oh, no. Don't tell me I made you be a little bitch and apologize. I'll blame this one on Glenn. I don't remember, but let's just blame it on him because fuck the police. No, I'm joking about that, too. I'm not judging. All right, let's get to this. Leatherface's beat red, both fists clenched. The shorter cop takes a defensive stance, hand on his holster, left leg forward. I really don't like where this is going, so I slide in front of Kyle and read Leatherface's name tag. I'm, I'm sorry, Officer Downing, I say, hating that I'm such a kiss-ass. Don't mind him. 
I give Kyle my best shut up look and say, he's just an asshole. Downey lightens a little, but still looks ready to strike. That's apparent. His voice is gravelly, like his vocal cords have been raked over broken glass. There's no problem, sir, I blurt out before Kyle says something stupid. The brother and sister, you know how it is. Downing keeps his lips pursed tight, his eyes trained on Kyle. I guess I do, he says real slow, like he's not sure he's making the right call. He pauses for a second and grunts, but you two better cut the shit. He moves me out of the way with the back of his hand. And you, he says, his finger a foot from Kyle's chest. I hear you call any of us a pig again, and you're going to jail. Understand? Kyle says okay, but I make it clear there won't be any more issues. I even thank Downing as we walk away. Well, aren't you the polite one, Luna whispers. I know she's just messing with me, so I bite my tongue to prevent myself from saying something stupid. I'm pissed at Kyle and not about to let this slide, but Downing and his partner are still watching us from their cart. We walk another 10 yards and the cops drive off to mess with someone else. I smack Kyle's shoulder hard enough to make him stop. He spins around and glares at me. Dude, what the hell were you thinking? That could have ruined the whole day. His face says he doesn't care. I hate cops. Yeah, everyone does until they need one. Kyle turns his back on me. He takes off toward the lines. Whatever, Speedy. That stuns me, but I play it off and follow. Act like I didn't hear it over the music. As a distraction, I ask Luna if she can make out who's playing. Mm, I'm not sure, she says. The music is hard to hear with the loudspeaker so far away and all the crowd noise. She tilts her head, squints her eyes a bit. So damn cute. As cannons crash and bullets fly, she murmurs. Red Jolly Roger, this is boarded in blood. I like these guys. I'm not as familiar with them, I lie. What are their big singles? Well, they don't have many that get any airplay, but Queens and Revenge is an amazing album. I'll have to check it out, I say, even though I got a copy. The song ends as we reach the back of the line, which is more of just a giant mess. There are four different gates, and though it might be sensible to form lines for each one, the crowd's done what crowds always do and spread out. Each gate has security guards and police officers, and signs listing all the stuff we can't bring in. The guards are digging through everyone's bags. There's a lot of grumbling from the people expecting to sneak stuff in. A woman with blood-red eyeliner tosses some mushrooms in her mouth. The gray beard behind me does the same with some LSD tabs. It looks to be a lot of acid. A few others munch brownies while a chick with a silver mohawk downs a small bottle of vodka. Everybody's taking their drug of choice before it can be confiscated. Shit, Tess says. I didn't think about this. What's up? Luna asks. I didn't think they'd be searching like this. Tess tugs on her backpack. I brought snacks, drinks, a couple of joints. If someone were to offer me something right now, I'd have a hard time turning them down. Wanting to get away from the crowd, I asked, how about an impromptu picnic? You crazy, Kyle asks. It's already started. Tess looks super bummed. So I just have to throw this stuff out? Well, Luna says with a wicked smile, we could always walk around the fence and find a way to sneak in. Kyle says he's down. We need to get in there. I'm not about to get busted for something stupid, though. I don't see how it would be worth some snacks and a couple of joints. No way. We have tickets. Kyle's got that gleam in his eyes. The one he gets when he just can't help himself. But it'd be fun to sneak in anyway. And it'd probably save us half an hour, Luna adds. Nice job, Luna. All right, so what do we do? We've got two choices. Do you sneak in or do you refuse to sneak in and risk ruining the day? All right, last choice, you kind of bitched out and apologized to the cops for your friend. What are you going to do this time? Not sneak in? I don't know. All right, choice is yours, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate the sport. Liking, sharing, all that good stuff means the world to me. Recommending books to friends.
Super awesome. Thank you for all the help. Much appreciated. Have an incredible week, and I will talk to you later. Peace.